Most of us know these two things about public speaking. The first is the better that we can communicate to a group of people, the more that it builds our confidence, it builds our leadership skills, it makes us a better communicator, it helps us to grow our careers and our businesses. The second thing that most of us know about public speaking is it's the number one fear that most people have in the world. Most people are terrified of public speaking. And I remember when I first started speaking, I was terrified. I didn't know what I was doing. I was fumbling through the speech. I just didn't know what I was doing up there. And I don't want that to be you. So I want to break down five common mistakes that people make when they're giving a speech or a presentation. Coming up next in this episode. You're listening to The Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, and I've dedicated my entire life to helping people win. Win in their careers, win in their businesses, and win in their lives. This podcast is going to help you get on your grind and hustle to create the life that you love and walk in gratitude along the journey. Each episode, I'll teach you tools and tactics and bring you conversations with experts that will help you turn your passion into a thriving online business. Life isn't about wishing for something greater. It's about making it happen. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it. Coach Stone is in the building. What's going on, everyone? I am Danny Stone, also known as Coach Stone. If this is your first time tuning in to the Grind and Gratitude Show, thank you so much. If you're an avid listener or you've been listening for a while, you know I got a lot of love for you. On this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show, I want to talk about common mistakes that people make when they're giving a speech or a presentation. And I think this is important because now that I'm a speaker, I shouldn't say now, I've been a speaker for quite some time. I've been getting paid to speak for for many years, but I remember thinking back to those days when I first started out. And I was horrible. (laughs) I don't know why people were hiring me to speak. I didn't know what I was doing. I was fumbling over my words. I was reading from the PowerPoint presentation. I wasn't connecting with the audience. My my level was on a thousand. (laughs) And um, it was just funny, like thinking about all that. And obviously now I'm much, much better. And Now I can stand on stages and deliver transformational speeches that really resonate with people. But I I think about this often because public speaking is the number one fear that most people have in the world. Most people are terrified to stand up in front of a group of people and deliver information. And I understand why. I mean, it is terrifying standing up in front of people giving information. You don't know how they're going to react. You might not know the audience that well. And so it is terrifying. But here's the thing. The reason that you stand up in front of this audience is because you have information, you have knowledge, you have lessons, you have something that that audience needs. And the fact that you're brave enough to stand up in front of that audience and deliver that information, you should give yourself some credit for doing that. And if you If you're leading a team and you have to stand up in front of your team and have team meetings or you have to present to people within your organization or present to community organizations or you are a professional speaker, then you understand that 
It's so important to continue to work on our public speaking skills. However, there's a lot of mistakes that people make when they're giving a speech or a presentation. And so I wanted to break down five of these common mistakes and five of the mistakes that I've made many, many times so that you don't. Because the better that you can present yourself and the better that you're able to present your ideas, the more that you're going to be able to get people on board with your ideas or what you're trying to achieve or what you're trying to accomplish. So let's break down five common sort of challenges that most people have or five common mistakes that most people make when they're giving a speech or a presentation. The first common mistake is that they lack preparation. Most people don't prepare enough when they're giving a speech. And I think this is really, really important. You really have to take time to prepare your speech, to write it out, to actually practice, to know your audience, to to actually rehearse it and video record yourself and do it in real time. There's a lack of preparation. Most people don't prepare enough. They might run through the presentation once or twice and and they think that that's great. Okay, I'm good to go. No, you have to run through it 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 times so that it just becomes natural. It just flows out of you. And most people aren't willing to put in that work to make sure that they really fine tune that presentation. You're not delivering a presentation. You're not delivering a speech. You want people to feel it. You want people to resonate with it. And so you have to make people feel what it is that you're saying. And how can you make people feel what it is that you're saying if you're robotic about it, if you haven't taken enough time to really prepare? Like if you're not preparing, then you have to expect that it might not go the way that you want it to go. Take your time, prepare your presentation, write it out, practice, deliver it on camera, watch yourself back and see where you can improve and continue to do that until you have mastered your speech. It is so important. I see so many people that get up on stage or stand in front of a room and they try to wing it or they just they're not prepared. They're not they don't know the audience. They're not prepared in terms of how the audience may react to parts of their story. These are all things that come through practice and delivery, of course, right? Of course, you get better over time the more that you deliver speeches or presentations in front of people because you analyze it, you go back and you make it better. But preparation is key. And this is where I see a lot of people lack. They lack in their preparation. They're very, um, what's the word, overconfident that they can deliver the speech or the presentation in the way that people will receive it. And I've been to many, many seminars. I've been to many meetings. I've been to many presentations where it didn't go the way the presenter expected. And they you could tell that they weren't prepared. So that's the first mistake that most people make. They're just not prepared. Find out as much as you can about the audience in advance. Practice. Write it out. Record yourself. Watch yourself and play it back. Make sure that you have the timing down. Pace yourself. Act as if it's real time when you're rehearsing so that when you actually do do it, 
it just becomes second nature when you deliver that speech or that presentation. The second big mistake that I see a lot of presenters make is that they have way too much information in their presentation. I mean, way too much information. The, the, the presentation might be 30 minutes and they have an hour and a half's worth of content for 30 minutes. Too much information. We have to understand people aren't there in the audience or at the meeting for you to give them every single piece of information that you can give them about whatever topic you're speaking on. That's not what they're there for. They are there because you have information that they need or they want that can help them in their career, that can help them in their personal life, or that can help them in their business or their professional life. So you don't have to give them everything, right? There's a reason why people do more than one speech or have more than one meeting. It's not about an information dump. You're not trying to dump information on your audience. That's not what it's about. You're there to deliver some information that they need or they want in a way that they can really connect with that information and want to use it. That's what it's about. And so when you come in with all of this information and you just try to dump it on people, it doesn't work. And in fact, it actually turns people off and they don't want to hear what you have to say. And so it's really important that when you're delivering a presentation or a speech that you don't have an excessive amount of information for the time that you're trying to speak. You should really only have maybe three to five points that you really want to hit home. Don't try to make this a a mass presentation where you just dump everything on individuals. That never goes well. That's the second biggest mistake that most people make. So understand the amount of time that you have to deliver the speech. Understand what are the two to three points that you really want people to leave with and hit those points home. You know, use your speech or your presentation to to reiterate why those two or three or four points are really important so that they remember them. Okay. The third biggest mistake that a lot of people make is they don't use visuals properly. And one of the most common visuals that a lot of presenters use is some type of PowerPoint presentation or some type of whiteboard or some type of flip chart. They don't know how to use it properly. That is a huge mistake. And especially with PowerPoint, as I said earlier, don't overload people with too much information. The same with your PowerPoint presentation. Don't overload people with too much information on your presentation visuals. Make sure that they're clean. Make sure that they are simple. Make sure they don't have a lot of text because your audience doesn't want to be reading paragraphs and paragraphs on a screen while they're sitting in the audience listening to you. So make sure that you use your visuals accordingly. And there's a big debate in universities across North America about PowerPoint. The the misuse of PowerPoint presentations by faculty members and by teachers and even in schools and in high schools and universities. It's it's a it's a big debate that's going on because in the past a lot of teachers would just turn out the lights, put on a PowerPoint presentation, and read directly from the slides. Since then we've evolved and we use PowerPoint presentations and other visuals as a part 
of our speech or a part of our presentation, but it's not the core. The individual that's speaking is the focal point, and then the visuals just support what it is that you're saying. And so you have to remember that when you're delivering a speech, if you choose to use some type of visuals, the visuals are just just there to support what it is that you're saying, to back up your points, to validate what you're saying, and to add a visual representation to the words that you're speaking. That's how you use visuals. And that's a common mistake that I've seen so many people make. They get up there with 250 PowerPoint slides, or they get up there with all these different graphs and charts, and people get confused and overwhelmed. And what do they do? They shut down. It's too much information. So be be mindful of how you use your visuals when you're presenting or giving a speech. The fourth common mistake that a lot of people make is they don't have a powerful opening. When you come out and you have this speech or you're, or you're giving this presentation, you need to come up with a very powerful opening. Don't come out to the boring, this is me, this is my resume, this is who I am. Nobody cares about that. Don't come out talking about all the accolades and all the awards that you've won. Don't nobody care about that, <laughs> right? It's about the audience. And so you need to come out and do something that's going to be memorable, that's going to catch their attention, that's going to want to make them listen, that's going to make them put down their phones and lean into what you're saying. Really hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Grind and Gratitude show. I just wanted to take a minute to ask you a question. Do you have some big goals that you just need to get done? Do you have some goals that you've been working on for years and years and you just can't manage to get them done? Well, let me help you. I have a brand new system that I'm rolling out called the Get It Done system. I've been using this system with people for years to help them crush their goals faster than they ever thought possible and increase their productivity. If you're interested, go to IamDannyStone.com slash get it done. And that starts with a very powerful intro. How do you come up with a great intro? There's so many things you can do. You can start by asking a question to the audience. That catches them right away. By show of hands, how many people have done this? That's a great way to start. Maybe you start with a joke. You know, that's another great way to start. If you're good with humor, you don't want it to be awkward. But if you're good with humor, then maybe you start with a joke, something that is something that people can relate to, right? That's another great way to start. Another good way to start is maybe you start with music or maybe you start dancing or maybe you have this really crazy way that you come onto the stage. Do something that's going to be memorable and that's going to catch people's attention right away that makes them want to lean in and say, hey, I want to hear more about what this person has to say. And I see that a lot. People come in to a presentation or a speech, they rhyme, rhyme off all of their accolades, or they want to tell you their resume, or they want to tell you all of the things about their company, or it's it's always about them. And that never goes over well. Remember, you're there for the audience. You're there to give them information. You're there to inspire them. You're there to give them some knowledge. You're there to, to give them some lessons. You're there to share something that they need, but you have to catch them in the beginning. You need a powerful intro so that they want to pay attention to you. 
And I think this is so important and it's so overlooked, but this is an opportunity for you to kind of show your personality. It's an opportunity for you to really connect with the audience. It's an opportunity for them to see a little bit about who you are before you get too deep into your presentation. So a really cool intro can can resonate with the audience and can make them want to listen to listen to you. And that's a common mistake that a lot of speakers and a lot of presenters make. And the fifth mistake or the fifth common mistake that I see a lot of presenters make, and trust me, all of these things that I'm talking about, I've made all of these mistakes. I'm no better than anybody else. And I probably still make some of these mistakes when I'm giving presentations now. I hope that they're diminished and that I'm not doing them as much as I used to. But we all make these these mistakes. What I, why I'm telling you this is because once you learn to diminish these things, once you learn to stay away from these common mistakes and become a better communicator, that is going to benefit you in so many areas of your life, in your personal and professional relationships, in your career, with your confidence, with your leadership abilities, with your ability to grow your business. So it's going to benefit you in so many ways. So take time to really spend time working on your presentation skills and your speaking skills. It, 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 there's nothing more beneficial than you could do to, to develop yourself than to become a better communicator. So let's get back to this. The fifth common mistake that I see a lot of presenters make and that I've made many, many times is that I didn't pace myself in the speech. I used to come out and I was on a thousand Blah 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 blah. I never took a breath. I would just go 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 go. I didn't slow down. I didn't control my tone and my pitch. I was just I was on a hundred. And what I realized is that when somebody's listening to you present and you're just speeding through your presentation, there's no pauses. There's no inflictions in your voice. There's no change of pace and pitch. It just sounds like, it sounds to the audience just like this big sort of fast forward, like somebody's playing a video or a song in fast forward. They catch very little of it. So what we have to learn to do is slow down our speech, is to have inflictions in our voice is to pace ourselves, is to change the levels and the tones, to move around and use your voice and create pauses and space for people to think so that they can absorb the information. This is one of the biggest mistakes that I made when I first started speaking. I would just come out, I would just deliver the information, I would speed through it, And I wasn't really making that connection with the audience because the way that you connect with the audience is you ask them questions, you engage them, you give them space to think, you give them space to take in the information. And I never did that. And so that was a huge mistake that I made. And I used to get that feedback from the audience members after some of my speeches 
like, yeah, Danny, your intro was great. Or, you know, I love the topic, but you just went so fast. There was just so much information. It's hard to absorb all of that information. That was some of the feedback that I used to get. So then I had to learn to pace myself, to pause, to allow space for people to take things in. Because we have to understand, in our audiences, we have all three types of learners. We have audio, we have visual, and we have kinesthetic learners. And so in saying that, it t- people process information differently. That's why visuals help for the visual people. That's why, um, obviously, the audio, because you're speaking your presentation and then getting people to do things in the audience, whether it's turn to your neighbor and say something or shake their hand or stand up or raise your hand. When you do all three of those things, you're incorporating all three learning styles into your presentation or your speech. Therefore, you're engaging all of the different styles. And so it's very important that you do that so that you can you, you, you're hitting everybody. You're hitting the, the, the audio learners, the visual and the kinesthetic learners. But in doing this, you also have to, again, move around, allow space, change your pitch, change your tone, raise the levels, lower the levels, all of these things. It's almost like you are on the stage and you are doing a play. You're a theater actor. And as a, a one person theater actor or a one person show, you have to do all of that. You have to make sure that you draw the audience in with your words and your 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 showmanship. But you also have to make sure that you're engaging them and getting them to do things and make sure that they're absorbing the information. So it seems like a lot and it is a lot. But the more that you practice and the more that you rehearse and the more that you get out and just speak in front of people, the better that you're going to be. Some of these things are just trial and error. Some of these things you're just going to have to go stand on a stage, stand in front of a room, do the best that you can do, go back, evaluate how it went and get better the next time. Right. And so I always recommend for a lot of people that you Continue to hone your speaking skills, continue to hone your communication skills because it's more valuable than you know. And if you're somebody who's terrified of public speaking, start small. Go and join a public speaking organization, right, where you just learn to become a public speaker. Start small. Maybe use your social media platform and maybe just upload a video. Or decide to go live on Instagram or Facebook and just start, just start where you are. Because the better that you can communicate, the better the quality of your career, your personal and professional relationships. It helps you to build that confidence. It helps you to build your leadership abilities. It just, there's just so many benefits of it. And again, I was somebody who was thrown into this. I never wanted to be a public speaker. I was terrible. I was afraid of speaking to even two or three people. And it was years and years and years of speaking in front of audiences, going to taking courses, studying some of the best speakers in the world, reading books that I began to become better and better and better. And 
as I became better, my fees went up. People started paying me more money. And and now I'm so fortunate to be able to work with people to teach them how to become better communicators, how to find that inner story, that, that inner champion that they have, and to get out there and deliver amazing speeches that really help to transform lives or transform businesses or really inspire people to do something different. So that's what I believe in. And that's why I wanted to kind of drop this episode on you. Those are five common mistakes that people make. The first one is they, they lack of preparation. The second one is there's just too much information in your presentation. The third one is the misuse of visuals like PowerPoint slides and other visuals. They don't use them properly. The fourth one is they don't have a powerful intro, which is so, so important. And then the fifth one is is really um, your speaking and, and your tone and using pauses and allowing space for people to absorb the information. So that's it. Those are the five tips that I have. I really hope this was valuable for you. If you really liked it and you really enjoyed it, please leave a review because this would really help me. If you have any other questions, you can send me a message on Instagram at IamDannyStone.com. And that's it for this episode. Hope to catch you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for being my co-host on this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. I really appreciate you. I hope that you learned something and you're motivated to take action and get on your grind. Didn't that go by fast? If you want more, head over to grindandgratitude.com for show notes and more information about this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating so more people will tune in. And let me say this, there's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it.